understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and I hope you can hear the excitement in my voice because today is no ordinary episode. Today is the day that I claim that this is no longer a hobby or a habit. It is a thing. It's a popping thing because today is my 50th episode. Y'all, I'm dancing in my chair because never did I ever think that I would knock out 50 episodes in less than a year. And never ever did I think that I'd be able to be this consistent. This was just an idea in January, February of the beginning of this year. And now I have a popping podcast. It's flipping crazy. Like, I still can't believe it. I'm in awe. But I love, love, love this. This is beyond my passion project. This is my baby. And I get to spend time with you guys sharing and pushing and empowering and loving and inspiring everyone while I'm on my journey to be the best version of myself. So I pondered on all the crazy things I could do to celebrate my 50th episode. I thought about interviewing my favorite person. I thought about everything under the sun. (laughs) What could I do? How could I give you the most value? How could I tell you and show you how important this podcast is to me? And what I decided to do was tell you 50 things that I have learned this year. And they're going to be a cross between things that I've learned on my entrepreneurship journey and things that I've learned on my personal journey that are all related to mindset and what have kept me going through this. So I hope you guys are ready. Some of them I may go through quick because they're self-explanatory and some I might go into depth. Hopefully I don't lose you, but let's make this fun. All right. So let's go. 50 things. Number one, I have learned that tenacity is a thing. Tenacity is a thing. And it's so funny because I work in the nonprofit sector and I would always hear uh, leadership say that they needed somebody with tenacity. And I was like, what does that mean? And on this journey, since I've started my podcast, since I've started my blog, since I did my TEDx speech, now I'm doing my first women's event, I realized that tenacity is a thing. And one of my favorite quotes of all time is from Amelia Earhart when she said, the toughest part is a decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. So you have to have a little kick ass in you, period. Number two, reading is not essential. It is required. You have to read. You have to read. Like I swear to you before I started this journey, I could not finish a book I thought I was slow. I thought I was lame. I thought I was a bum. But reading and your desire to read will change when you look for the content that inspires you. So now I know exactly what books to go after. I know what I want to feed my brain with. And I go after those books and I can't put them down. There's been three or four books this year that, and I couldn't finish a book in a year. Like there's been three or four books that I finished in two or three days. And any spare time I get, I'm reading a book. And it has expanded my mind to no end. Reading is required. Number three, consistency is probably the most, I would say, authority building factor 
ever right now. So as I go on, as I push through trying to figure out how to give you my content on social media, give you my content through email blasts, give you my content through different uh, mediums, all I hear running out of every expert's mouth is that the only way to rise above what everyone considers this saturated market is consistency. And I know you're wondering what I mean by consistency. Well, right now, as of right now, what I've heard is like for your Instagram, you should be doing three stories. Like you should be on a story three times a day. You should be posting three three times a day. You should be doing a live at least once a day. And you should do all of those things consecutively for like 90 days straight. So while you think you've been being consistent, I haven't even been being been being consistent. So yeah, consistency is the ultimate platform builder, I promise. Because when people see you every day and you start to inch above everyone else's stories on their platform, or they're the first person you see, they're going to start acknowledging your content, period. Number four, the problem is always you. It just always is. I would say 99.9% of the time, I'm certain someone on here can argue to me that You can at times be the victim and you're absolutely right. But most of the time, if you're not willing to take responsibility of something that happened to you, then you damn sure can't change it. So it's always you that way that you can control the change that comes afterwards. Number five, self-confidence comes from trusting yourself. So anytime you lack confidence or feel like you're doubting yourself, uh, look inward because it's the fact that you don't trust yourself enough to understand the way that you will handle something if it doesn't go as planned. So Work on rebuilding the trust with yourself first. Number six, give, 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 and give some more, and maybe you'll receive in return. That is my entire purpose. Don't ask, ask, but give. Number seven, vulnerability is the world's love language. Vulnerability is connectivity. The only way that you can connect people with people in the truest, most unique, genuine form where people will actually feel like they can trust you is through vulnerability. And I'm learning to be more and more vulnerable every day, but the struggle is real, y'all. Number eight, pay people for things they're good at and don't struggle doing the things that you're not. So there's a difference between learning how to do something. Like I learned how to edit my own podcast episodes. Now I pay someone. But editing podcast episodes after I learned it only took me about three minutes. It was totally worth teaching myself because I saved money and investment in the long run of blowing up my podcast. However, building a website, I don't have time for that. I I just that would take me months. I pay someone. So pay people for the stuff you're good they're good at and don't bother with it because it's not worth your time, effort. It's not. Number nine, your goal with a side hustle is to not create a second job. It's to create a second revenue. So my point with that is is the minute you feel overwhelmed by your side hustle, you're doing it wrong. Find ways to outsource because you've now created a second job and nobody wants to be working twenty four hours a day. They just want to be making the money you'd make as if you were. Number ten When you learn something, share it with someone. That's how you spread knowledge. Easy. Number 11, your mindset is everything. As you build a side hustle, a business, move on in your career, move up. The journey is lonely. They were not lying. So the goal uh, simultaneously while you're building this is to build a steel cage around your mind. You cannot let comparison affect you. You cannot let what other people say affect you. You have to be strong willed in this journey. Mindset is everything. Number 12, trust the process. It's a long one. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Number 13, you are not giving a gift. Oh, my bad. You're not given a gift that you can't handle. 
So you are not going to have a dream or a goal to do something and start it and realize you can't handle it. You were born to handle this. If this is a dream of yours, it was made for you. It just may take a little longer than you expected. God does not give us things that we can't already handle and there's not already a plan in place. Number 14, don't do things you're not passionate about period. It may be all right in the beginning to do something that makes you money. However, it will cost you in the long run. Number 15, send the DM, send it, send it. And if I'm telling you to send it and it's about asking for a date, screw it, send it. However, send the DM to celebrities, send the DM to the person with a hundred thousand followers that you want to ask them to be your mentor. Send the DM and offer something in exchange. I cannot tell you how many times I mustered up the balls to send the DM to people that I thought would never respond and they did. It will change your life. Send it. Number 16, do go on blind entrepreneurship dates. So I met one of my partners in business from a blind entrepreneurship date. What I mean by that is, have you ever heard someone say, you know what? I know somebody that you might like. Like they listen to you. They hear your personality. They hear what you like, your corks, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, I know somebody kind of like you. You might like them. Had a lot of people introduce me to other entrepreneurs and some people get really competitive. However, I don't. And I went on a blind date with someone and she became, literally became my business partner instantly. I have no qualms about it. Homegirl is the yin to my yang, literally. Number 17, be patient. I'm working on this every day. It's so flipping hard. I just talked about this the other day. It's even harder when people, you feel like people you're watching are lapping you, but that is simply comparison. So be patient. Your journey is your own and it's meant to be that way for a reason. Enjoy it. Number 18, this is one of the technical ones. You can sit there and think about everything that you need to do uh, to grow your business, but I'm gonna tell you right now, the number one thing you need to focus on is growing your email list. So I don't know what you need to do to create that, send people to a lead magnet, or tell them you'll send them something if you give them your email, or if they give you their email, but grow your damn email list and get you a free service provider ASAP. MailChimp or whatever, I have ConvertKit, whatever you use, comes with a monthly fee, get you a mail service provider, grow your email list, because nobody's gonna buy something when they're not, your warm audience. Buy something from you when you're not their warm. They're not your warm audience. Number 19, podcasting is the best networking gig I've ever had. Screw the networking events that your job's telling you go to go to. Not really. Don't tell them I said that. But podcasting is the best networking literally I've ever had because I get to reach out to people, ask them to tell me their story and my audience. I get to know them and then they have a new respect for me. So now we can engage at any point in time. And then when they have something that I want, because I've shared their story, I have pushed their message out to my audience, a new audience that they don't own. Now they owe me something. And that that doesn't go all the time, but majority of people that I've interviewed, and then I ask them for something on the back end, they typically say, oh yeah, girl, absolutely. Or they reach out to me. So my network has expanded tremendously from podcasting. Number 20, go to that event. Go, go, go. You see some event on Instagram or Facebook, some women's event, some start your side hustle, some passion to profit, some, some event that you feel like, Hmm, that sounds great. Go. Cause you're going to build your network. You're going to learn if you even got one nugget that you had no idea you'd never heard. Amen. Worth your time. Number 21, invest in yourself. And I'm talking about money, like money, put money into things that you need and you deserve. Like for the first six months of my podcast, I paid monthly to run my podcast without any revenue totally worth the investment. I am planning on paying for a amazing mentor down the line. Not even scared of it. Like invest in yourself. You, 
absolutely have to. It's the same way you pay for college. You plan on paying for college. You want to go $40,000 in debt. You're going to have to invest in life after college as well, or now to build what you want to build. You got to learn from the experts. Number 22, everything is the long game. I don't know how else to explain this without saying this as corny as I'm thinking, but it's like selling drugs. Like I have worked with so many kids that sell drugs. Like that is a temporary solution. You are making quick, fast money and there is really no way to scale it. I mean, unless you become like a pig pit, uh, whatever you know what I'm talking about, but there's no way to scale it and it's fast money. There's no long game. The only way it ends is getting caught or killed. So same thing in business. Like you cannot take the short way out. You have to go for the long game every time. And that means it takes time. So be patient. Something when you sign up for something that says make a hundred thousand dollars in three days, that is a effing lie. Don't do it. Like, can you make a hundred thousand dollars in six months or three months? Possibly, but three days, highly doubt it. Don't do it. Number 23. What I've learned this year, most importantly, is that understanding my finances and having a budget flipping matter. They matter because I could totally overspend on my business and never see any return if I'm not careful trying to dot my I's and cross my T's and make my business prettier than everyone else's. I need to make sure that I know what type of budget I have to work with monthly to get my message out there. Number 24, a great way to create a side hustle or a business or something to help others is take a problem you have and create a solution for it and then sell and promote it. So explain how it fixed the problem and then promote it. Number 25, believe in your craft. If you don't believe in what you're doing right now, move on now because I believe in my podcasting and my message like it's nobody's business. Do I doubt myself sometimes? Absolutely. Sometimes it takes time to curate that craft, to kind of refine that skill, and that is okay. But if you just don't believe in it and you feel like you're talking shit, move on. 26, don't undersell yourself. First couple of clients I had, I look back and Granted, you got to start somewhere, but I spent a lot of time with them for a very, very, very little bit of money and damn near killed myself with stress trying to serve them. So don't undersell yourself. Number 27, the minute you feel overwhelmed, uh, that does not mean quit. It means you need to outsource. So there is probably seven times in the last eight months that I have felt extremely overwhelmed and I have learned from other mentors that that just means that there is something in your business that you're doing is like that is simply a dollar task. So if you're doing something that is a dollar task, outsource it. So for example, I, it takes me maybe five minutes to edit my podcast nowadays, but it also does not cost a lot to pay someone to edit it for me. So that is a task that I have outsourced. It also does not take long to post it to my blog and iTunes. I've outsourced that also. So don't be afraid to outsource stuff if it is overwhelming you. Number 28, knowing how to write copy the way your audience needs to receive it is critical. So I'll give you an example. One of my mentors is typically speaking to existing entrepreneurs that have been around for a while and are looking to, you know, take their ten, fifteen thousand dollar a month businesses to fifty and a hundred thousand dollar a month businesses. That is not my audience. My audience is filled with amazing women that have phenomenal ideas but are doubting themselves because they don't know how to get there. 
or they have just started a business but aren't sure how to market it. And I know that. So I have to make sure that when I write posts or when I write emails or when I write lead magnet or create lead magnets or I create a course or whatever it is that I do, I have to make sure that I am writing in a way that speaks to my audience. So learn how to write. It's critical. 29. Don't expect people. And I'm talking about family and friends because they'd be the worst ones. Don't expect them to have your level of excitement for your projects. So not only are, is no one ever going to be as excited as you about your product projects, however, they're also having a hard time understanding this because this thing that you want to do, which is whether it's empower people or makeup tutorials online or, you know, invest all this money in starting your own hair salon or creating a virtual course online to teach people how to control their gut health. This is a foreign thing to people. This positive attitude that you have all the time is a foreign thing to people. They are not going to jump on board. It's too much for them. It's too much to handle. That's okay. Number 30, just ask. Like for real, for real, just ask. You have no idea how many people, simple things that I didn't understand that people thought I understood. Mm -mm. Just ask. You see someone doing it right. Hey, I just saw that you did that. Like, how did you do that? Recently, I've been trying to get some shirts shirts made with a new logo and I could not find quality shirts. Like I didn't like any of the shirts I was looking at. And I reached out to uh, someone that sells a lot of clothing and she was like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's a link. So trust me when I tell you, just ask. People want to help. Number 31, the market is not saturated. It seems like it. I know it seems like every time you get on Facebook or Instagram, somebody's starting a new Facebook group or going live to give you a bunch of motivational, inspirational nuggets and strike your dopamine. However, I'm going to give you the simplest example. They're not telling nurses that in nursing school, like, hey, there's a lot of nurses out there right now. And I know you're in nursing school uh, to be a nurse, but there's just like too many nurses. I know you've been seeing nurses everywhere. So FYI, like this is going to make it harder for you to be a successful nurse. Not the market's not saturated. Like do not let that type of competition bring you down. If you feel like this is your purpose and you're listening to this podcast, you're damn right. Number 32, sharing is caring. I think I said that already, but it's okay. Share. Like same way I feel about giving, sharing and giving. If you're having a bad day, come hand in hand. Like to me, when I'm having a bad day, I'm like, oh, I need to go give. Like, oh, I need to buy something. Not buy, but like surprise my boyfriend with something. Or, oh, I need to call my best friend and love on her. And I don't know, maybe somebody would say that's an insecurity, but I feel like on my worst days, those are the best days to share and give. Number 33, coaching one-on-one is not scalable. And that's something I learned new because I have six coaching clients right now, which they are amazing and I'm helping them set up their own businesses. However, if you think about it like this, there's only 24 hours in the day and I have seven clients paying me X amount of dollars. So I can only fit them in, I mean, seven, I said seven, six slots, six clients. So I can only fit them in six slots a week. And I have a call with each of them once a week. So that's six hours out of my week taken up. And if I want to make more money, I would have to get more clients. Well, there's only 24 hours in a day. So if I got 10 more clients, that would be 16 hours a week that I would be adding into my already 40 hour work week schedule to try to teach more people. So one-on-one coaching is great place to start. However, it is not scalable. So that's why I'm going to be transitioning into group coaching soon. So uh, number 34, take a break, take a break, shut that shit down every now and then it is a must. Like if we decide we're going to go to Disney world, like I am deleting all the apps off my phone for real, for real. Or if we have like a family reunion to go to, or we both, you know, Chris, 
me and the babies, we decide we're going to go to the beach. I said babies because I have a stepdaughter. We decide we're going to go to the beach. Like, no, I'm shutting it down. Because some days are just, you just need it. You need rest and relaxation and you need balance. It's normal. Do it. Number 35, expect turbulence. And I'm the craziest person to say this because if I were on a plane right now and experienced turbulence, turbulence, I would be freaking the fuck out. However, this journey is very similar. It's expected, but it won't crash you unless you let it. So expect turbulence on this journey of a side hustle or owning your own business or selling your own products or whatever you choose to do, there will be turbulence. This does not mean this is not the end all be all. It's completely normal. You are either going to build a business for someone else or build a business for yourself. And it's a lot harder uh, when you do it for yourself, but it's also a lot more rewarding. So number 36, manifestation, which I thought was this thing that was like, ah, I was like, "Mm, that's a joke. Like you, you're telling me, like, I really thought it was like the, so you're telling me that if I picture that I want a bike, there's a bike that's going to pop up on the porch right now. No. However, manifestation is real. Like it's so real y'all. It's so real. Like now to the point where I'm writing fake checks and putting them in my pocket so that a year from now I see that type of money in my bank account. And I experienced myself when and I've told this story a thousand times on my podcast, if you're an avid listener, but uh, in January of this year, I was watching one of my favorite TEDx talks and my boyfriend walked in and I just randomly said like, Hey, I'm going to do a TEDx talk one day. And he was like, Woo, that's a lofty goal. I was like, well, I'm going to do it maybe like two years. And he was like, okay. And then I looked it up and like the process and I got super doubtful and I was like, "Mm, maybe it'll take me three years. He was like, no, 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 keep your goal. So I was like, well, what can I do to start working towards this? And so just every day I started watching TEDx talks. Like I committed to watching five a day, which is crazy, but I watched them every night, all different. And then literally maybe a month later, I said it on my podcast. I like mustered up the balls and was like, hey, we were talking about goal setting. And I was like, you know, share with people your goals. One of my goals this year is in the next two years is to do a TEDx talk. And then three weeks later, lo and behold, one of my listeners DM me and said, hey, I got this email from my school today. They're listening. They're looking for TEDx speakers. And I couldn't do anything but think of you. And I applied and I was accepted. So I did a TEDx speech in April of this year. So my two year goal that I manifested became, um, happened in four months. So don't be scared to manifest and dream and feel and smell and see yourself actually living in your goals because it can totally happen. So manifestation is real. Number 37, figure out what faith means. It was a real struggle for me and then find some. So You've got to have some faith in this journey because there is going to be trying times like I talked about with the turbulence where you're going to be like, oh, this thing is going down. It's not. You have to believe. You have to have faith. You have to believe in your talent and your skill and your God-given gift to serve. You have to believe it. So have some faith. And faith is just, it doesn't mean you're not scared. It just means you believe that this was meant for you and you can do it anyway. Number 38, don't try your best not to be the smartest person in the room. Like I remember talking to someone at work and I said that and they were like, why would, why not? Why would I never want to be the smartest person in the room? I always want to be the smartest person in the room. And I was like, slap myself in the forehead. No, unless maybe if you're hosting an event or doing a presentation, a keynote presentation, then you want to be the smartest person in the room. But nine times out of 10, you need to be in a room where there are more 
intelligent people than you that are willing to share that knowledge with you. Because if you are surrounded by people that you wouldn't consider smarter than you, then I'm not saying they're going to bring you down, but they're definitely not going to push you to get better. That's for sure. So 39, don't make up stories. Only consider what's black and white. And that has been my obsession this year is as women, and I'm not saying men don't do this, but I know women that do it. One thing will happen and then we will tell ourselves this whole long story about what it actually meant and what it did to our feelings and blah, blah, blah. Like, girl, he just didn't take out the trash. Like, he does not not care about you because he didn't know what you asked him to do. He just forgot to take out the trash. Like, really focus on what's just black and white and factual and what has happened and what you've actually, what story you've created to believe. Number 40, prioritize your health. Please, please, please prioritize your health. And I'm talking to a mirror because I'm working on this as we speak. But these side projects, this endeavor, this business, this goal of yours is not going to happen if your mental and physical are off. They're just not. And with good reason, because you should be at your prime. You should be your healthiest mentally and working to create a lifestyle where you're healthy physically. Like you cannot work optimal most days if you are not in a healthy place. Sorry, I have the hiccups. Number 41, confidence is not like a thing you're born with or a skill you create. I believe it's competence. So I have learned I am far more confident when I know what I'm talking about. And I know there's going to be some instances where you have to be confident and you're not necessarily the guru in it. However, the more you know about the situations you're in, the more you know what you're talking about, the more you know about what you want to do to change this world, the more confident you will be. Competence in people just exudes confidence. I'm like sure of it. Number 42, don't try skipping the line. And you know what I mean. And that kind of goes back to the one I said where you have to be in it for the long game. These whole, you can create a course and make a million dollars in a month. Like, mm, sounds like skipping the line, you know, going to someone that could possibly be a mentor and saying, hey, you know, how do you make a million dollars a month? And can you just give me your strategies? Like, no, ask them to be your mentor and coach you through your business so that you can grow your business, you know, similar to how they did. And I don't even know how to say what I'm trying to say, but don't try to skip the line. It never will work out in the long run. It's only going to backfire in your face. Number 43, focusing on gratitude, swear to God, will change your life every single time. So having a bad day, write down five things you're grateful for. Having a bad moment, think about five things you're grateful for. Needing to wake up on the right side of the bed every day, create a 21-day habit of writing out what you're grateful for. I start every single day like this and it literally trained my brain to not think of negative stuff every morning. And it has been a game changer. It's almost instant that when even something bad happens, I'm like, but you know what? There's silver lining. Like this probably happened because I'm probably an hour late to work because there was an accident and I wasn't supposed to be there at that time. Like, you know, I didn't get that raise because... I, there's something else I need to focus on. Like I'm just giving you examples, but seriously, like gratitude will change the game. Number 44. If you listen to my podcast, you know, I'm a proponent of this, but find a mentor. And then when you're done with that mentor, get another one because there's not a season in your life where you can't use a mentor. Let me give you an example. I moved in with my mentor when I was 17. My mentor worked with me probably like straight on for like three, four years, helped me get into college. Um, even followed up with me all through college. 
helped me move away when I graduated college, came to my college graduation. I still talk to her every day. She's like my sister. However, there was a point where we kind of outgrew each other. And then when I got into my career, I needed a new mentor. I needed someone to help me understand what the expectations for expectations in this role were for me and how I could get there quick and do it the right way. I needed a mentor when I did my TEDx speech. I needed someone that was the expert at that. And then you better believe when I became a mom, I needed my mommy. My mommy became my mentor because she had babies before and other moms became my mentors because I had never been a mom. So find a mentor and then find another one. And once you've had mentors, you better make sure you are mentoring someone else because like I said, give, give, give so that you can receive. Not so that, but eventually you will receive. So people are giving to you. You need to turn around and give back. Number 45. This is one of my favorites. I heard this from Mel Robbins one time and it literally changed the game for me. She said that science says that when you have that feeling of excitement and you have the feeling of being super nervous because you're about to go speak on stage, your brain is actually doing the exact same thing when you're excited and when you're nervous. So you're having the same body reaction. Your palms are sweating, you're sweating, you're freaking out, your tummy, you have the butterflies. You get the same exact scientific reaction in your body when you're excited and when you're nervous. They're the same thing. So that if when you're nervous, just tell yourself you're excited, you could trick your brain. And I swear on my life, y'all, it has worked so many times that when I'm nervous, I just tell myself I'm excited and I'm like, yep, I'm excited. And I move through things that I feel like I would have tripped all over a lot more smoothly. Number 46, uh, you can actually do more. So when I did not have a baby, I swore I was like super busy and I couldn't do anything else. And I wanted to start, you know, doing public speaking and I wanted to write a book and I wanted to do all this stuff, but I was like, I don't have any time. I swear to you, I'm doing more now with a kid than I ever did. So you can always do more. You can stay up a little later. You can wake up a little earlier. You can spend your lunch at the office and take that hour and do something extra. You can actually always do more. So uh, just stay focused. Number 47, if your friends think you're doing too much, because I've heard that from my friends and I have other entrepreneur friends that have heard that as well. Like I appreciate the motivational stuff, but you do it every day and it's annoying. Great. Bye. I'm telling you right now, there are going to be some people, even the closest ones to you that cannot deal with your positivity. It does not mean you're wrong. It just means they can't handle you. And that is perfectly fine, but they're killing your vibe. So they got to go. Bye. Number 48. We're almost there. You can teach yourself anything online. Like for real, for real. Chris and I talk about this shit all the time. If we were, when we were in like middle school, high school and like Google was as efficient as it was on your phone. Like I remember I had my phone in class. I'm not that damn old, but like you couldn't just Google something on your phone. It took you a minute, like a real minute. So, but now the way it is, oh, I would have past everything with flying colors. Like you have the internet at your fingertips and YouTube university to do anything. Like when I tell you I was the least tech savvy person on earth, I have learned so much this year about things that I never thought I could do. Like edit a podcast, like audio engineering, recording, building lead pages, like understanding how to navigate the back end of my website. Oh my God. Never, never, never. Like if you would have told me I had to do all that to make this journey work, I'd be like, well, it's not for me because I don't get it. Lies. Like you can learn anything online. So 
be willing to teach yourself and be willing to be patient. Number 49, just be yourself. Being yourself is the most attractive thing ever to people, even if you're goofy, loud, obnoxious, or crazy. People love when you are yourself. So when you share with the world, share the most authentic version of you. Transparency is everything. Be yourself. And dun, 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 number 50, growing is going to feel like breaking. It's going to feel like breaking. Like growing is not this, it feels so great. I feel so empowered all the time. Most of the time it feels like you're breaking. You will find yourself frustrated and overwhelmed and upset and confused. And it's okay. Because if you can look inward and know that this is substantial growth, that it's needed, it's like a breakup. Like you break up with somebody and you finally look back and your, you know, your friends and your family say like, it's okay because you weren't supposed to be with this person. Like you deserve better. They're probably right. And it hurts and it hurts really bad. But later down the road, you're like, they were right. It hurt. And it felt like I was, somebody was breaking my heart, but I needed to get out of that. It's the same thing with growth. Growing requires growth and it's painful. So don't be afraid of a little pain to gain that growth that you need to do what you need to do to become the best version of yourself. So bam, we did it in under 40 minutes. 50 things that I have learned on this journey this year, mentally and on my entrepreneurship journey. I hope you guys loved it. I also have a goal of getting more reviews, hitting those that 50 mark, getting 50 reviews today. So if you guys have an opportunity, make sure you write a awesome review about the 50 things you learned today and share it for me. And you guys know that I love you to death. Happy Tuesday. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.